Hey, all you listeners, it's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Scott Strickland. He's out of Boston right now, but he uh, was born in Houston, spent some time in Nacogdoches, and he's got some Texas soul to, to share with us today, and, and I just love it. I love his style. He's gone from blues to rock and country, and now this is a little bit of R&B, I think, and maybe Americana mixed with it. I don't know how to really describe it, but I know it's good, and I really, really enjoyed getting to know him, and I know you're going to like it as well, so I don't want to take up a lot of time. I'm going to do a song called Wait For You off my record out there called Passion. When we come back, we'll be with Scott Strickland.
is Homegrown Music with my guest today, Scott Strickland. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey there. Hey, it's so good to have you, honey. And uh, I'm so glad that Alva reached out to me. I'm with uh, Penny Loafer PR and told me about you and your new record you've got coming out. And I listened to some of the other tunes you've got. Mm, I'm I'm already a fan. I just dig your voice. I dig your lyrics. I'm, I dig your style. So I can't wait to hear about Scott Strickland. Oh, well, thank you so much. I, I, I greatly appreciate that. And yeah, just thank you for having me on the show. It's, 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 it's a, it's a real pleasure. And Robin, uh, all of other, they're, they're awesome. Great guys, great, great people uh, to have very laid back, very cool. They're, they're both like, you know, I think Rob's Australian, but like they've, they've both got accents, you know, they're both like, from, you know, from, from this from not in the states and it's like it's always right. funny to like talk to them it's like well i don't I, I don't know what do you what do you want to do you're like well we don't know let's let's talk about this you know yeah. i don't know <laughs> i always feel like i'm like in a james bond like you know like meeting or something about to take over the world or something like, i have a, kind of one funny. of my good friends from, is from new zealand and i just love to let him go i just mm-hmm. love to hear him talk it's just you know, <laughs> yeah. i mean you know i'm a texan so we definitely have an accent but it's not the kind of accent that you want to just sit and listen to it's, it's more like yeah exactly say fixing what is that <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I, I almost feel like like new zealand like australia like the area is almost kind of like like the like the texas version of england or something like i don't go. know there's just a lot of <laughs> you know a lot of wild crazy stuff uh that happens in the down under and all that but so so far what i've heard not from rob but just from my friends i have Yeah, well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of Texas artists that spend a lot of time overseas because people dig it. So you're going to have to you're going to have to you're going to have to hit the down under and see what it's like, baby. (laughs) So, so, um, she reached out to me because you um, you've got this new record coming out on April 29th, which I'm really excited about Mm -hmm. for you. Anytime we put out a full length record and you're teasing us a little bit like every other artist does with a couple of drops here and there. You've uh, you just dropped a single called L.A., which we're going to play here shortly. And then um, you've got another one coming out in March, which we'll talk about on the second segment. But I want you to tell me about Scott and your journey to music because you know I don't know that much about you other than I really dig you and dig your style but I want to know mm-hmm. what brought you um, to, to this journey in music and tell me are you a native from Texas or did you move here from somewhere else tell, tell me about Scott yeah 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 I um so, so I'm, I'm from Houston originally okay. and haven't Yay! been very far when, I was went born to, in Houston. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Southside, Houston, Texas, where I'm, where 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 I'm from. So it's a great place, good place. Um, and uh, I moved out of there to a little town called Nacogdoches when oh, I, Nacogdoches. I went to college. I was like, yeah, 18, 18 years old. Went to Stephen F. Austin State University, Axum Jacks. And um, after, I mean, there, like after that, came to Austin. I've been here since about twenty thirteen or so. So I didn't move very far, but I mean, it's like the, I mean, it's, it's a very different, very, three very different towns, all that stuff. And it's, it's been, uh, you know, a a pretty wild ride in terms of like career wise, I guess. Like, um, and what what I mean by that is I didn't really want to do music. I never really saw music like (laughs) being like this thing that, you know, you're pursuing like full time or like you're doing full time or anything. And actually when I was graduating from school, 
with my graduate degree, I was in like filmmaking. That's what I was. That's what, what my primary thing was back then. And um, I have I just really wanted nothing to do with music that I was I was touring around a little bit with uh, a country artist at the time. And she's I think she's in L.A. now, actually, ironically. And um, like we got done with that tour and everything. It was it was really funny because I was working at Starbucks and I had quit Starbucks to go on tour with her. And she was like the big name in town. Um, her name is Casey Lansdell. She's I mean, she's she's got a great voice. She's out there. She's awesome. Casey, what? But like we got Casey Lansdale. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't know if she still is doing music at this point. I'm not sure. But she's I mean, she's got stuff out there. She's awesome and incredible. But uh, she like we were done with the tour and everything. And she was like, you know, I think I just want to kind of like not do a whole lot of touring anymore. And I'm like, well. We, we had this big send off for me. Like I left my job. Like, you know, I was, it's kind of like one of those things where you're like riding off into the sunset, kind of leveling up in life. And, you know, everyone's just kind of like, they're watching you and they're like waving you into the sunset. <laughs> and then I went back like, <laughs> like, like a few months later. And so I was like, yeah, I'm back. I guess it's kind of like the going out of business sale. It's like the going out of business sale. Only two weeks later, you go and they're, yeah. they're open again. You're like, well, I thought That's you guys like, were going out of Surprise, we made so much money. And I go, yeah, we made so much money for staying open, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. And that, that's kind of, that's exactly what it was. And I, I, I have nothing against Starbucks at all. I actually was drinking Folgers before I worked at Starbucks. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm never touching Folgers again because this is just trash. Not to say that Folgers is trash. No one sue me. But like, you know, like it's, there's something about a good cup of coffee that just gets you started in the morning and just all of the different things that they do. And the fact that Starbucks back then was really like this. I don't know. Um, it was one of those places where you just felt comfortable to be in and you were like at home and like they always called it like I think a third place, like your work and your yeah. like your home life and then your work life. And then that's the Starbucks was like, come here and relax and work and do all that other stuff. So anyway, um, I went back there and then kind of got into, you know, just just kept making my um, my my film or my films when I was in graduate school and then. When I got here to Austin, I still didn't want anything to do with music. And I, and I moved here for video, moved here for film, and then uh, was working on a project. We got money involved in that project that I got fired, basically. And then after that, um, I went to an open mic. And then that was 2014. I went to an open mic. And then um, they had me come back the next week and do a show. And then the next week I had a residency and then the next week I had a band and <laughs> that's it. That's that. That's kind of, that's kind of how it worked. That's kind of, that's kind of how oh it worked. Oh my gosh. And so, yeah, that that's, and it was, and I was still working. I was working like corporate retail stuff. Cause you know, like I, I mean, I put my, maybe we'll tap more into this later, but like I had, you know, this film, this like 90 minute film, which I had to do cause I was required to do it to graduate. That was insane. But like, to graduate from that and then just like kind of put this down because some somebody else is like, oh, well, like hey, if you did some good work come over here, let's do this work. And so I kind of put this whole thing down over here, started pursuing this thing over here and then immediately got fired from it. And then like just didn't have like, you know, the resources or wherewithal to pick my back old up, thing back up back anymore because it's like, well, now I need to pay the rent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, Went to work at retail, went to AT&T for, for a while, 
and worked there. Great job. Made a lot of money. It was great. Bought a house. It was awesome. And then, um, when was that? And then I quit that job, started teaching because that's what my degree was for. I was also, I was still doing music this whole time. I'm still like doing music, still, you know, kind of like making that, you know, just seeing what's available, seeing what's out there, exploring what opportunities there are, trying to kind of trying to trust the process. And then, um, uh, I was teaching and then COVID hit basically. And the only thing I really had left was like music for the most part. And, there was also like a relationship in that, you know, we, there's just, a, you know, a lot, a lot of things happen where there were just nothing but just embers just burning and ash. And the only thing I had left was this record that I still had to finish. And for the first time, pretty much in my adult life, I was like, you know, I think we're just going to see this thing through. I'm just going to, I'm just going to let it, I'm just going to let it happen. I'm going to let it happen to me. I'm going to let it happen for me. And it's brought, it's brought me here with you. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, and I, we really didn't want to like cut any corners with it. Like this record was something where even if I never make another record again, and this is kind of how I went into it. If I never have, if I never go in the studio and do anything else ever again, I want this thing to be the timepiece. I want this thing. You to want to be lay something. it down and say you left it all there. You did everything you yeah. could have done. You didn't. Yeah. Didn't. I did. Every, yeah. Skimp on anything. Yeah. You. Yeah. Nope. Good for you. Yeah. Good for there was, you. Because and was nothing I haven't like, done a lot of records yeah. that way. Honestly, I wish I had. You know, I I wish I I had, mm-hmm. and I and you know, I'm I'm hoping that one day I do walk away from it, and I feel like I left everything there that I could, but. um for mm. whatever reason, you know, a lot of times I yeah. don't have control over some of those things and I, I, I would like to, but I'm sure. proud of you for that, Scott. And, you know, I, I, you know, however you want to believe, if you want to say that it was all meant to happen that way, the universe obviously spoke to you because it forced you to to do this one thing, even though I can already hear yeah. from you talking that you have a lot of talent and it doesn't mean that, you know, well, this is going to be the only lane you stay in, but go ahead and, and do this. So are mm-hmm. you, are, have you finished the record or are you still working on it? It's finished. It's, it's, it's good. It's done. And, um, I'm, I'm it, the way that it turned out. I'm just, I'm so happy with it. I'm, oh, so, I'm so like glad. my guys, um, at, uh, yeah, Studio 601 in Austin, Mike and Eric, they really, I mean, we just, we had a pact. We made a pact and we were just like, let's not, let's be honest with each other. Let's make a good record. Like, that's what we, that's what we really wanted to do. And so, um, you know, and, and I found, um, like, what I didn't, also, I didn't know, and this is for any artist that's out there too, like, you can, I have, uh, so Leif Volabek, um, he's like a, I think he's a Canadian guy. Um, he has, he was doing a lot of, of Americana stuff for a long time. And then he, um, just made these really, a couple of these really great records in this, this mastering engineer out of Los Angeles, um, Howie Weinberg mastered it. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to get him at an, at, at an affordable rate. It's never going to happen. But I just, it was like, I shot my shot. I was just like, you know, Hey, we've got this record here. What do you think? You know, we're a master or whatever. And he, uh, was like, yeah, we have an indie rates. And it was like, actually pretty affordable it was like very i mean you know i mean it was per like song you know, or, per know rec- how, or the whole record did he just give you a rate per song um it was like like a batch of like like it was like you could do this song for this much it was mm-hmm. like this like these five songs for this much we could do yeah. an album for this much or whatever right. and it was like really like like really reasonable i can't remember exactly how much it was 
but like it was very reasonable just for, I mean, for Howie Weinberg. And I'm like, let's do it. And yeah. he mixed it so well that we had to like go back in the studio and like, well, we didn't have to go back. Uh, he, he mastered it so well <laughs> that we actually had to like go back and, uh, and fix a few things in mix and send it back to him because it's like the way that you can hear that really well. I don't brings that. Out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so, um, I, if, if LA is was, any yeah. indication of what um, he's doing, I thought the production on LA was great. I love um, where your voice sits in the mix. And so I'm going to play it now because I want people to hear what we're talking about. You guys are going to love this guy's voice. I love your lyrics. It sounds like you've lived a lot of life already, but you're not, you're not old enough to have done that. So you're just an old soul clearly that uh, sees the world through some old eyes, you know, some old lives. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we're going to play LA right now from Scott Strickland. It's a new record he's got coming out. That's going to, the whole album is going to drop the end of April, but you can get this um, single right now. And of course, you know, buy, go buy it on his, his site. But uh, unfortunately, it's out there on, uh, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but I have to, on Spotify and Apple because you're going to get that point zero 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 two for that download. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> anyway, That's right. I'm going to play it now for everybody. It's called LA. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Scott about the other songs that are on the record. And, and perhaps um, he'll, he'll give us a little backstory on where all this comes from, because I'm telling you, just looking at you and getting to know you, you're writing about a lot of stuff here, buddy. Buddy, you've lived some life, I can tell. So I want to hear about it. You're listening to Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas and my guest Scott Strickland, and we're playing L.A. We'll be right back. Singing that you want to go back to L.A. Singing that you want to quit your job, say it drives you crazy. Taking everything that I gave you away, even all of the hearts, all the cards, all the letters on your birthday. You could have had me in the summertime, wind blows and the breezes are fine. California sky getting high on a Saturday afternoon. Saying that you want to go back to L.A. Start Tell me all about the shit you did that day. Look at me and said I'm lying with a straight face. Lord knows that I did wrong. I did a bad thing. Some bad things you just know that you can't erase. But you still could have had me in autumn when the leaves turn. Campfire in the wood burns. Texas orange sky getting high. Take it as you need it. Take your time in LA. I'll be here when you need me. Save me for rainy day. But it never rains in LA.
Well, here we are back with Scott, and um, I already know you guys dug, dug his voice. So, Scott, tell me something. What, um, you know, you, you started out wanting to do film. Here's the cool thing about it. Whether you recognize it or not, you're an artist. And, um, art, mm-hmm. you know, artists are creative beings. And, um, and, of course, music and film have been going together forever, Right. I mean, you know, think about what we did. Yeah. Think about very what true. film was in the very beginning. All I mean, silent yeah. films were music. And people just, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of yeah. times it was just music and people were just doing, you know, moving to it. Um, so it's kind of that's right. Like you're still in that you're still in the movie business because you're also when you sing a song, you're creating an imagery and you're creating, um, you know, something for people to visually see through your music. So maybe maybe we'll see you use some of that film talent with your music. You, do you see that in your yeah, future? It's. I, well, I mean, kind of, sort of, I mean, it, it almost like depends on the budget. And so this is, this is something that's actually going to come a little bit full circle here because when I was, so I was teaching, um, filmmaking and, you know, like, like being a filmmaker or whatever. And I also had like a little video thing going, but it just, it just dried up with COVID. And so really just wanted to focus on the record because that was the one project that I hadn't finished. So I was like, let's just finish it. So, um, but what, but I was thinking about, you know, like a music video for, for LA. And I was like, you know, uh, I mean, what do we want to do? Or like, what do I want to do? What's the, what, what's the scene or whatever. And it's, it, it's funny because LA was one of those songs that wasn't going to be on the record at all. It was, it wasn't supposed to even be there. Boy, like, but I heard that a lot. I hear that all the time from people. Yeah. They say, you know, the, the first single yeah. off their record wasn't even supposed to be on the record. <laughs> yeah. Just like I was like, no, that's not, we're not putting this thing on here. I thought we buried this hatchet a long time. They're like, Scott, we got to do this. And I'm like, okay, cool, we'll do it. And it resonates with people. And it, I mean, it resonates with me too. Uh, I think it resonates with people more than it resonates with me. I think I just had to kind of get that out of me, like that, you know, that that stage of heartbreaking where I was at back then out of me, which was, you know. Blah, but I had to get that out of me and let that go. But then also it was like, like, like filming, you know, like, like cinematically, what did I want to do? And I actually ended up calling up a student of mine who turned into a friend, an old buddy. He lives in Colleen, Texas, actually. And he's part of like the, I think the air force reserves. And, um, we, um, we went out cause he was in my, he, I taught him in my film classes. We actually went out there and I directed the music video. We went out to California and, and, and filmed and filmed a video that I came back and I was kind of terrified. Uh, I mean, fights were like super, super cheap. Everything was economically like just amazing because no one was flying anywhere and doing anything at all because it was a lockdown. But um, when we when I got back, I really didn't even want to look at the footage for 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 months. Because I was like, what if it doesn't work? I just spent, you know, like this money or whatever. I could have spent it somewhere else. I started putting it together and it literally, I think it took me maybe, you know, probably a day to edit. Oh, wow. And I think that's actually the most fun I've ever had editing, which is which is editing myself. And I say that not as somebody that likes to, edit. I definitely felt a little bit like Joe Exotic, you know, being out there <laughs> standing on Malibu beach, like looking out the Pacific ocean, just like, you know, singing my own song. And you know, my, like, you know, my, my friend who used to be my students, like recording me or whatever, he got paid well, but like, I, it, it's, I don't know. I just, it, it felt, it was a very meta experience for me. 
and then but editing it it just kind of like it it, it i was like it's it's a, it's about me but it's not about me and right. this is something that i can just appreciate for what it is get it done have it be for art for art's sake kind of thing just get it out there and be done with it and just let it go um and that's what i did so i mean because it it's you know like working editing yourself and all that stuff i don't even like the sound of my own voice to be honest with you i don't i really don't <laughs> Um, and so I just, I, I don't, I just, you know, I don't like talking about myself. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I don't like selling myself. I, I hate, I, I mean, I like, I like talking to people like you're awesome, man. to talk to you. I love talking to you, but like, I could do this over a cup of coffee, you know, like I just, I, I'd rather do it over a cup of coffee than like, you know, talk well, about you know, a record, but I gotta, you know, do what here, I gotta do. Here's so, the thing, yeah. Scott, <laughs> we, we, we get a bad rap on for, for, for a reason. It's amazing to me that we can get up on stage and we feel so comfortable singing our music and sharing our life through song like that. But boy, when it comes to selling ourselves and calling people and telling them about us, and that's the reason why, um, Alva's the one that got in touch with me for you because you don't know how to sell yeah. yourself. It's really hard. Um, I, I feel the same right. way. I mean, I am for me, you know, I run a nonprofit as well as what I do here. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, it's so easy for me to ask for money because I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking right. for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, right. I'm not right. allowed to talk to promoters or to people about a show because I'm like, as soon as they pause, I'll, um, I think that means they don't want to pay. So I'm automatically going down on mm -hmm. the price. And my husband's like, hey, Lee, stop doing that. Just because there's silence doesn't mean they don't want you. <laughs> you know? Or people will come right. up. I'm not even right. allowed to be at the uh, merch table unless all I have is a pen. I can't go over there and negotiate <laughs> anything because I give everything away. You know, people will say, how much yeah. is it? And I'll yeah. go, oh, well, you can have it. And my girl's going, they just asked how much. They didn't tell you they weren't going to pay. <laughs> but right. it's just, yeah. it's just yeah. how we are about ourselves. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like if you're like most of us, we really just want to get our music out there. Although we do need to turn the lights on and we do need to pay the rent. Um, a lot of times we yeah. forget that, you know, it's our job, not it's our passion, but it's also our job and it's how we need, you know, make money. So it's, it makes it kind of difficult right. when you have such a hard time talking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also have crippling stage fright. I just, it's, it's do you really like, it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, um, you know, my, yeah. It, anyone that knows me well, ask them. I've got like, I just like, so tell me what do you do? Like, How do you when, get when over like, that? I just do it. It's like diving into a cold bath of water. It's like, it's like diving into ice water. I just, I just have to just go up there and just do it. And once we're like in to like the second or third song, didn't you feel it? Like the third song for the most down. part. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. But if it's, I mean, man, if it's like just getting up there and just, Oh, well, you know, you're I, not I just, alone. Just you're not alone. My son, um, my oldest son played um, college football and actually was, you know, on uh, his way to the combine and got hurt really badly. Um, but, mm. you know, he told me all I'm the sorry. time and I'd see him I, literally. He played he played a uh, college ball for um, Virginia Tech and for SMU. And I can remember seeing him on the sidelines at an SMU game vomiting before get the game. He's over there just vomiting oh. because he just had this, horror, oh. you know, the yeah. same kind of thing, just that you just don't know how to get through it. Yeah. But he said once he was out there on the field yeah. and got going, 
things just kicked in. So I it's would fine. imagine it's good. It's good. probably like that for you on the stage, but I, you know, I'm just the opposite. I feel so comfortable mm-hmm. on the stage. And I mean, again, I'm comfortable talking to you like this one-on-one, but boy, when I get off the stage and I'm having to go talk to people, I get really kind of nervous because I'm like, you know, Oh what, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. So it's, it's weird. It's a complete opposite thing for me. It, but, yeah. That's that, that is weird. Cause I, I just like, I like I, I, anything to take the attention off myself so that I can like listen and just be with someone else. That's, that's where I'm at, but it's really hard when, you know, I'm the one that has to like kind of say what I'm thinking or tell the story or whatever the case may be. But I'm also understanding now, especially particularly being coming from where I've come from in terms of like, you know, like life or my past or my divorce or any of that stuff. Like people are, they look at you different. They, they look at you. Um, it's almost like, Oh, you're like a, you're, you're a case study of mine, you know, <laughs> here. Um, and they're asking questions and they're, you know, they're trying to like, um, you know, there, there, there's a deeper level of empathy that I think that the relationship has with pretty much anyone that I've, that I've talked to. I was talking to Tim. Uh, we just rehearsed last night. The band rehearsed last night. Um, and this guy, um, um, uh, Mike is his name. He's a great guy. He's awesome. And super easygoing. And we were just, we spent like 30 minutes just talking about life yesterday and our lives are actually pretty similar coming, going into COVID and coming out of COVID very, very similar lives. And it's ironic because the guy that actually fired me from the video thing, who we're still good friends, by the way, like it's, it just, it was something that was necessary to happen that had to happen. And like, I understand now I understand why I get it now. Um, but like, um, he, like the guy that I was working with, uh, has, has, he had a basically a studio partner and his studio partner was a painter named Bill Stidham. And you probably know Bill Stidham. Oh, I know Bill. Well-known yeah. artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well-known artist around town. Greg Davis is the photographer guy that I was working with. Greg's an awesome guy. Bill Stidham, um, was the painter guy. And, um, um, Mike had a um, a huge painting, a Bill Stidham painting, like on his wall. I was like, "Oh, that's a Bill Stidham painting," and that's what kind of inspired this whole like, I don't know, kind of talk of like transformation and 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 um um just the growth that we've had. Who, like, who's post, Mike? You know, is he a, is he a musician? Mike's he's just he's a guy. He he owns this uh, place called Cascade Studios. I think okay. it's, yeah, C- Cascade Studios up here off uh, in, in North Austin where I'm at, and yep. um, he he just runs that shop, and it's a and it's an awesome shop, and he runs all the sound and gets all the stuff and everything. He's just he's just a, he's an amazing guy. Well, you'll have um, to so you know you know Bill really well, Bill Stidham. I I, don't, I would say I know him really well, but I would say that Bill is like one of the coolest guys. That I've ever met. He's one of the only people I've known to like just casually drink a jar of pickle juice while we're talking <laughs> and just having a conversation. So Bill, <laughs> that's like that so is Bill, Bill is an amazing is like, like, artist. Don't you think he's an amazing artist? Yeah. We're talking about the same Bill. He's, he's a fantastic guy. Yo, so yeah, yeah. I know Bill yeah. because um, yeah. because I uh, Bill used to come down to San Miguel de Ende where we our band would go down every year and play a festival that helped a um, children's home down there. And Bill would come down with his art and he would give a portion of his proceeds to the our, our thing. So you bet you tell him that Maylee says oh, hello. Oh. 
Bill, and I've got some of his stuff oh, well, in here, and he's really good friends with another friend of mine named Carrie Cameron, who's an artist. So, yeah, tell Bill that uh, that I said yeah. hello, and I hope to see him soon because I'm going to be down there in a few weeks for South by Southwest. Maybe you and I could hook up for coffee or something. I'd love to see you. So we're going to play Drive All Night. Um, this is another single for Scott from Scott Strickland coming out on his new record that's going to drop in April. But this will be a single available to you in just a couple of weeks. But you get to hear it first right here on Texas Homegrown Music. And um, I want to share it with you right now. We're going to come back and talk about where you can find Scott. Of course, you can find him all over uh, Austin. But I'm going to I'm going to get him up here to Dallas, too. I want to talk to you about that, Kato. I, I got to have you. I love your I love your style already. So we're nice. going to play it right now. Drive all night with Scott Strickland, listening to Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. And we'll be right back. Been here all night Smoky eyes, near lights And I'm far from home Empty glass on the bar And my head is gone Closing comes up at five Only midnight, it's time to go Walk it off a little Summer rain down On the black top Look at all the colors dance Dancing in the street It's a drunken soldier's romance The air is thick And it tastes like the smell of gin
you guys. I know you're already big fans of his music. Now I want to find out a little bit more. I'm going to get a little bit personal. I've already heard you make reference to an ex. So uh-huh. um, you've already done, you've already gone through a, a marriage and come through to the other side. Yeah. That's a tough one, isn't it? it Got is. any kids? No, no kids. No, no okay. kids. Um, and um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I think that it, we definitely respect each other and it's, it's just something that I think we mutually agree kind of like, you know, had to like end, you know, before we killed each other kind of thing. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Otherwise I might be talking to you behind bars here. Right. Yeah. Well, well so she would probably, was she, um, was she into the music scene? Um, yeah. I mean, I would say, I, I would say so. Yeah. There was, um, um, yeah, she was she was into the scene. It was like uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, we would go we would go to shows every now and then. We check out a few acts and whatnot. And yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those things that was pretty cool. Listen, pretty dude, you're, palpable, this is this you know? is what you this is yeah. this is not something that you do. This is who you are. I mean, that you know, when you're a musician, it kind of yeah, it kind of evolves into this thing where it's not just something that you do. And having been doing this for so long and having many band members, and I talk about this a lot, a lot of them meet their spouse or, or you know, meet their girlfriends in an in a music scene, and then they want them mm-hmm. to quit. And it's like this why would you want them to quit doing what you, it was that you were attracted to in the very beginning? And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, it, so for you just promise yeah. me that you'll have a relationship with someone that understands that this is who you are, you know, or yeah, just have I, fun I, with it and don't get married. <laughs> just, just enjoy it for well, what it I is. Mean, and, you know. It's it's it you know it's 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 really it's it's interesting because like I I'm, I'm in a relationship now and um and it's and it's a very very holistic um thing it's 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 just it's a it's I I honestly never really thought that relationships could just like be this cool and this chill like no matter how this thing works out like she's great her name's Ricky she's awesome she's incredible and um. Yeah, and, and she, you know, she's not in the music scene, but she, she, but she loves music, and she, and she, and she likes me for what I am, and I think that she sees, I think the drive and the purpose that I have behind it, um, and I think that she, you know, I, I, I think that she kind of, I think she gets it. That being said, though, it's like if if I, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen, you know, like it's kind of like, like what you said, at, I think you, the beginning of our, our our talk. I don't know if it was on air or not, but like you know, for right now, this is kind of like where I'm at and I might be moved to do something else or, you know, moved by the spirit to do something different or what, or what, whatnot. But I have given myself the ability and the time and the wherewithal and the resources of seeing this thing through. And I, I think that is true for any relationship or any project or any, you know, work thing that you're involved with or a friend you know, lover, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you're trying to like get to see through and you just don't know, just keep going, you know, and man, uh, it's a journey, baby. I mean, we talk about it a lot, but it really is, you know, it really is a journey. And, um, I can tell you, uh, I've lived long enough to know that things can change in the blink of an eye. And the yeah. the whole yeah. the whole purpose behind having this partner, having this person with you is, um, it's really to, to 
to help you get through this journey with someone. And so no matter where it takes you, you want to feel like you have this partner and this person that gets it and they're doing the same thing. And it's a yin and a yang and you hear about it all the time. But um, you got to be pliable and you got to realize that things can change and you got to be willing to change with it. Change is good. Sometimes right. it's like um, my, you know, my favorite insect is the butterfly. And I think it's because I'm, mm-hmm. um, I love the idea of, of starting out as this little bitty, you know, starting out as a worm and then t- turning into this chrysalis and this beautiful thing that comes out of it. And it's, it's completely different and it's the same, yeah. it's the same journey. And it's something so completely it's the exact different. same journey that we're on. Yeah. And so um, right. I love that. And I'm glad that I'm glad that you're in love and that you um, you have somebody to, to help you through it. And I'm a big believer in it. I think that um, the whole purpose of, be, of us being here is, is about relationships and about, you know, being able to share your life with someone and share experiences. I, I can't imagine I wouldn't want to live in this world alone and not have someone to share all this with the the, the sorrow yeah. too, and the you know the, yeah. the excitement and the mm-hmm. sorrow all of it um it's it's just a beautiful yeah. thing and, and go ahead it is it is it, and, and i mean that that being said though i like I, I i'm i'm working hard as hell right to kind of to, to 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 make my stake you know i mean not not even really make a stake just to kind of keep doing this thing that 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 I, that we call music i mean this you know I think that there has been more of I have had more of any of a personal journey through more of a, more of a walkabout with myself through have, having released these few a few few of these songs or will release a few of these songs and making the record and putting the record together and just having you know like I've, I've got merch coming in today like we're gonna have a soft launch from from merch in a couple of days here before South by it's going to go live in May. Like, I mean, there's just, there's just so much, so many things that I can accredit to like these, just these little personality tools and whatnot that I can put in my belt that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because <laughs> I think one thing, you know, the, the, the whole like COVID thing is just kind of like, it's, it's, I think it really kind of humbled everyone, but I think, anything worth doing for one thing is worth doing right. And two, you should be humbled by that experience, you know, in some way, shape or form. Um, Absolutely. I, I so love the fact that it kind of leveled the playing know? field where everybody realized that, Hey, you know, yes, the world can stop. I mean, yes, this whole machine yeah. can stop and we will survive it. And and I, I, honestly, I know it's been yeah. horrible. We've lost a lot of really great people that we didn't need to lose. Yeah. And I think it's really ho- yeah. horrible and sad and awful. What I do believe that we have yeah. come out of it is we all I know for me, I got to where I really understood how simple life can be. We don't need all this stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Right. That's right. And so um, that's right. I, if, if that's all that came out of it for me, it was not that it was worth it, but I'm going to look for the lemonade in that lemon. Right. And I'm going to find something that's right. that, that was beautiful <laughs> that came out of it. And one of the, the things for me was um, that. I, we don't need all this stuff. I don't need to have to do 25 things every single day. I can actually, you know, right. get, get to where I'm comfortable with just having a very simple, simple existence. And, uh, well, I, I and I, I know this, 
I know that um, for all of us musicians, being told that we couldn't play music and we didn't have an outlet, we found a way to, <laughs> to get through it. And now, that's right. Hopefully, we'll never right. go through this again for you know another hundred years. Anyway, I hope. <laughs> I hope I'm grateful that people yeah. came out of it with some music and you came out of COVID with a new record. So I'm excited about that for you. You found yeah. a way to finish this thing. And I know I'm sure finances were really tight because I know you weren't playing gigs, but um, I can tell you <laughs> yeah. this. Um, yeah. you, you got a record that you're going to be happy with. You know, you laid it out on the table and we're just going to throw it out to the people and whether everybody else accepts it or not, if you're happy with it, it's all worth it, baby. I promise. And it'll, live longer yeah. than you do and that's yeah. the beauty of, of playing music and, and sharing music and I'm so grateful that I got to have you on the show to share your music with all of us today and I know you're going to pick up a lot of new fans because um, you're, you know, your stuff speaks to people so I'm going to let this next song speak to people because you've been playing music for a while now even though um, I know this is your a self-titled record that you're putting out. you put out some stuff in the mm -hmm. past and uh, one of the songs is called King yeah. of the World and and um, we're going to play that right now. And I'm just going to say, you are a beautiful soul. Thank you for being with me on the show. I can't wait to see you in person. I'm going to look you up when I come down to Austin for South By. And you guys get out there. Scott Strickland Band, um, I believe. Tell, tell us about your Facebook page, your Instagram, and anyway, and your, your website so people can find out where you're going to be. Sure, I know yeah, you have yeah. a show on um, April 30th, which is the day after your um, record releases. I'm assuming it's like an album release party. Um, at uh, Yeah. And it's, it's going to be in um, in Austin at a beautiful right, venue yeah, there yeah, at called the Paramount, right? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Paramount stateside. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, there's still, uh, tickets available, okay. uh, as of, as of this recording. So, um, I mean, they're going, uh, reasonably quick, but they're, I mean, I think there's still, um, some, some, you know, get them quick. Cause get if you wait quick. probably until April, they're going to sell out. All right. It, get, I, get I promise quick, it's going to sell out. So well, thank you so yeah. much, honey, for being on the show. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing you live. Yeah, and you. I know um, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I do. And I'm, I'm going to have to bring you up to the sanctuary and play our um, venue sometime. We'd love to have you. So you're listening to Scott Strickland right here on Texas Homegrown Music, King of the World. And we'll be right back and let you know what we've got coming up next week.
eventually they'll leave Find yourself a good boy One who won't break your heart Cause if you love a bad boy hmm. First the good girl loves a bad boy And the bad boy makes her cry And then the good girl becomes the bad girl Cause she's learned how to lie Then the bad girl finds a good boy And leaves him broken hearted Good Girl by Casey Lansdale. And you heard us talking about her with um, with Scott earlier because he toured with her early on. She's out of Nacogdoches, Texas. Wow, the girl has got a laundry list of, of accomplishments already from being a published author and writer and actress and all kinds of things. You can catch her at a Hotel Cafe out in L.A. where she lives now. And uh, obviously she's got a great voice and some great songs. So check her out, Casey Lansdale. So I'm going to tell you that I enjoyed today as usual, but I also want to remind you that we are going to be hosting a stage at TMR. That's the Texas Music Revolution in McKinney, Texas, which is my hometown. We've got so many great people coming there, 20 stages and lots of music and lots of fun. So if you guys want to find something fun to do this summer, come on out to McKinney, Texas. I know the Sheraton there is doing some special uh, specials for people that are coming for TMR. It's the weekend of June 3rd and 4th, and we'll have a stage there as well with all kinds of great artists, Texas artists, for you to come listen to. So I wanted to definitely do a plug for that. And I'm going to close the show today with a song from my friend. 
friend Paul Renna, who we've had on the show before. Well, he is now doing a duo called The Woodsmen, and they've got a new song out. And um, I'm just really happy to see him writing again and, and doing some music. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I did. This is a song called We're Going Home. And that's what we're doing right now. We're going home. So have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the show. want to give a shout out again to my sponsors, the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and of course, Burris Injury Law. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you soon. Enjoy this track by the Woodsman. We'll see you next week. Get there.